we'll switch up the flow, man. How you like to feel? It's all right. It's cool. This nigga got uh, pitch black with candles on, nigga. Like, <laughs> serenade, my nigga. <laughs> I don't know how to take this, this Hey man. Hey, we chilling, man. I feel like we do this like once every every two, three months, man. For real? <laughs> two two dudes, no chick, like yeah, some yeah. version of it. Yeah. But today, man, you know what I mean? We just gonna play the player, man. Chill, kick back. Have a good time. Sometimes, man, when you with a boss, you gotta treat them like a boss. Uh, when you with a boss, you gotta treat him like a boss. Hey, bosses respect each other. We make sure that we cover each other. Good or bad, you my dog, man. Happy or sad, boss. That's what we do, man. Take care of each other every do, man. Bosses, they get along. Respect each other, man, that's why they bros Bosses, they know how to react To any situation, man, they pull out a gap Boss, gangsters at the same time Definition, another, another rhyme, man, don't change my mind <laughs> Hey, man, this wine like way kind of nice, man <laughs> Hey, uh, thank you for tuning in, Two Dudes and a Chick. Um, in this episode, we're going to call it Two Dudes, No Chick. Episode number probably three right about now. Yeah, I think it's about week, about number three. Yeah, thank you for tuning in. It's your boy, Double SCD, Slim Sexy, Celine Dion, a.k.a. Priest Kravis, a.k.a. Mr. PhD, Pretty Handsome, Don Juan. Most know me as, sorry about that, Priest Daddy riding in the caddy, long leg daddy. Sorry for keep y'all waiting too long. Go ahead and say what's up, ladies. Hey. What up? Now I'm feeling a little uh woozy, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what's in this in this red we drinking today? <laughs> man, uh, what's good, man? This is the doc at you. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Two dudes and no chick. But yeah, man, Doc, when you came through, man, I was just chilling like I took a good nap, blood. I don't I know why. It. I came home and passed the hell out. Like I'm talking about. I I was I was I came home, watched YouTube with my son. He was watching it, and he was talking to me. And next thing I know, my phone rang. Somebody called me from work. I was like, "Oh, damn! It's seven thirty. <laughs> and I was like, "I gotta feed these little niggas." Man, I ain't took a. Uh, I ain't took a nap. In a while, me neither. I need to take a nap. Me neither, dog. I feel like how I've been going, man. I feel like I could do that nowadays. With no, with no TV watching, dog. I feel like I be having hella time on my hand. Yeah, I can't say I ain't been doing no TV watching, but like I absolutely damn near scratched it out my life, dog. I be feeling good about that. Yeah, hey, that's actually kind of dope, man. I give you props for that. Yeah, like I like it's it's times where like I will watch it with tip. Like I say, in a in a in twenty four hours, right? I probably watch TV like forty five to an hour. Yeah, I think your TV watching is exclusive to whatever t- Tiff is watching. Yeah, end of the night type thing. Like yeah, 
Like, you ain't, you ain't got no specific shows. Although I, I will say, recently I've been walking, coming in in the house, and you got sports on. Oh, hey, bang bang, Niner gang, dog. Yeah, all day. That's been that's been surprising. Yeah, man, I'm going hard this year for my team, man. This nigga I, I finally... picked the right time to jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> hey, look, man, I've been telling people, man, I'm new to this. So since I'm new to this, don't don't. Don't ask me who the coach is, because I'm going to tell you, I don't know. Don't ask me a starting lineup. I don't know. All I know is I watched like eight games, full full games, and they was dope. And I was like, God, dog, I see what niggas is talking about. This nigga really don't know who none of these people is. But the crazy part is niggas think that I don't know football. I'll be like, yo, I played football from third grade all the way to ninth grade. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I know football. I just never... Kept, yeah, I just never watched it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people like, hey, that's a running back. Nigga, I, I know positions, nigga. I know the game, but I'm just saying, like, I just never, even when I played it, even when I ran track and, like, I played sports all through my life, but I just never had an interest in just watching it. Damn, I'm just thinking right now, I'm supposed to call Santos back. Santos, if you listen to this, man, my bad. I'm going I'm to give you a call back here tomorrow. Bullshit, by the time you hear this, you be done got the call back. (laughs) (laughs) But but just in case, I'm just letting you know. What you been up to, brother? Man, just work, bruh. Just work, man. Today was one of them them days. Yeah, you came in looking tired. That's why I was like, man, I apologize for cooking. Nah, nah, (laughs) that's good, bruh. But I was just tired. I I just had a long... I just had a long day, man. Uh, had an expulsion here, and I, I had to attend this morning. And that shit, I, the 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 mother asked me at eight o'clock. She was like, "How long do you think this shit gonna take?" Uh, what would you have? Expulsion. What's that? Kid getting kicked out of school. Oh, expulsion. Somebody yeah. got a spell. You said expulsion. Yeah. That's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Damn, nigga. But I yeah, kid just... got it. Kid was getting is getting expelled. Okay. Uh, and so she was like, how long you think this shit going to take? I was like, man, probably about an hour. Maybe. Mama said that? Yeah, she asked me. <laughs> I was like, probably about an hour, two at the max. Yeah. Bruh, that shit lasted till 1.45. Damn. Nigga, I was hella mad. Hella mad, bruh. Why it take so long? Because, man, the fucking principal at the school that the kid go to school at, man, was just... I don't know, bro. I, I just feel like they they was just being in asshole mode, but you know it is what it is. Do you think the kid got what he deserved? Well, I mean, we didn't get a ruling today. We'll find out. In I mean, a without of days. going in details about anything, do you feel like? Bro, I feel like the kid is is not gonna get what they deserve. Mm. I feel like I feel like all the adults failed the kid, and now they want to hold the kid responsible. But okay, I agree with that. But being that the kid is acting up in a controlled environment, you not that is that is that basically what a, a expulsion is like in this environment? You're not ready for it. Go somewhere else. Yeah. I, they would argue that the kid acted up in a control environment. I would argue that there was never any control in that environment, which which created the conditions for the kid to act up. Okay. Yeah, and 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 I feel like none of the adults in the in the space wanted to take 
accountability. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like at one moment, uh, one of the adults was basically like, hey, I couldn't get the kid to do X, Y, and Z, but another kid like tapped me on my shoulder and was like, hey, tag me in, I, I'll handle it. And he was like, I took my hands off the situation, let the, let the kid come in. And next thing I know, the, the, the student doing everything they need to do, I'm like, so, Basically, you admitting that, like... The kids running the show. Right. Like, yeah. the kids got more. He was like, no, I'm just saying, like, that kid shows. I'm like, nah, bro. Like, they had they had a better response to another student than they did to the adults. Like, Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's an issue. Like, everybody, but, you know what I'm saying, in these cases, you never know if, if they're going to see it your way or if they're going to see it the school's way like it's an incentive I feel like for them to see it the school's way because it's a it's a, uh, it's a rigged system like if the the criminal justice system is already rigged and and hella like unfair mm-hmm. but if the criminal justice system was created like this bro it'd be even it'd be even worse for folks so it is what it is bro but hey let me ask you something because you deal with a lot of at-risk kids how do you separate yourself from personal versus work? Like getting getting involved, like getting so involved in these kids' lives to where like you like it's on your mind and you you feel in a certain type of way where it bothers you. How do you separate your emotions? Oh, bro, I, I don't I don't think I do separate my emotions, man. I think that's one of the things that makes me effective at what I do is just the simple fact that um I take this shit personally like it's my kid. Like, yeah. that's how I walk into every situation. Like, bro, like you my son or you my daughter. And so based on that, this is how I will respond. You know what I mean? But in, in your work environment, they don't, they encourage that? They don't take it like you go too too far over step? But see, I was I was trained under that type of philosophy you know what I'm saying that type of philosophy that's that demands that you look at the children you work with as if they're your own because <clears throat> if you don't then then you're not going to give 100% effort you know what i mean so that's that's this type of environment that i create for my staff is i'm like nah like everybody we deal with we deal with them like they are own like they family like they are children you know what i mean because yeah. that means we're going to go to extra Mal, I can't afford for somebody to be like, hey, man, I, I, I tried. And I'd be like, did you go to extra mile? They'd be like, nah, I didn't go to extra. Nah, you got to go to extra mile with some of the folks we dealing with. So, I get it, man. Bro, I come out of my pocket like. I know you do. That's often. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like often, bro, like often I come out of my pocket, man. It'd be, you know what I'm saying? My, it's funny because my boss be hitting me up sometimes. He'd be like, what you doing? I'd be like. Uh, I'm so-and-so having lunch with so-and-so. He'd be like, is that on us? I'm like, nah, I'm picking up the bill. He, Why are you doing that? I'm like, man, because you feel me? I know we ain't got money for it. But, all that. but these people need this right now. So, you know what I mean? Like, I I do that shit all the time. You feel me? But it, it's, it's, it's because I take it so personal. Damn. Yeah. That's hard, dog. I, the reason I was asking how you separate your feelings, because... Remember earlier, I was telling y'all how I went off on somebody. Ah, oh, bro. <laughs> hey, you steady doing that though. Nah, but like, dog, like, I'm I'm recognizing. Uh, 
in layman's turn the bitch assness, dog. You know what I mean? Like that ain't that ain't I'm 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 so focused on trying to be a gentleman these days and handle things the way I see in the most gangster and gentleman way, if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. What's up? Night, 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 Our birthday's coming up, man. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Um, but man, I just, I just in that moment, even though I know I was right, like I had to, uh, I, to wind back a little bit. Me and Tiff was talking about sometimes, you know how my auntie Gloria publicly announced her daughter. She mm-hmm. like, I know I told you in private, but I want to publicly announce it in front of everybody. Yeah. Tiff was talking about that. She was like, public announcements make a big difference. Even though you do it in private, to do it in public, it just give a little umph on it. And that been on my mind ever since you said that. So here I am checking somebody to where to the point where they shut down. I caught myself feeling like a bully. Like everybody know that I can do it, even though I don't do it often. At that moment, I'm like, nah, you're going to listen and you're going to do it. And you're going to, you know what I mean? I just feel like I'm bullying somebody. Early in the morning, and they ain't came for that. So I had to uh, publicly apologize. apologize. Yeah. I was like, yo, you know what? I'm not apologizing for what I said, but I'm apologizing for my approach and how I came at you. I shouldn't have done that in front of everybody. And that wasn't cool. And because of that, you know, I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm sorry. I was like, going forward, I really need you to do what I said, but the way I came at you was totally off. And then he he apologized back to me. Yeah, <laughs> he bro. He was like, you know what, what you said was right, but I just didn't like what how you did it. But I just said. I, was I like, think one of the things that we, we forget is, especially when you're in a position of leadership, is you don't attack the individual, you address the behavior. Yeah. And we had we typically address the behavior by attacking the individual. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I had a, it's a young brother, man, I guess he ain't that young, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Probably a couple of years younger than us, but, uh, you know, he, he angry at, uh, at my supervisor, just angry, bro. Like angry, angry. Uh, don't want to talk to dude. Like when dude come around, he always going the next way and stuff. And part of it is, you know, how my boss, my boss kind of talked to him the way you said you got that old boy today. Mm-hmm. But the other part of it is, is like I noticed, I like he got daddy issues, and that's one of the reasons why we can't sometimes talk to other other men that way who are our employees, because yeah. they ain't never had no man talk to him in a very assertive way so it it gets you know what i'm saying heightened when you say something like that and you'd be like nigga you gonna listen to me yeah and they be like nigga i ain't never had another grown ass so now it becomes like a respect thing like oh you disrespected me but the fact that you apologize in public bro like that'll go a long way with all your employees yeah i, I felt like i was like you know what man like i'm really like even like what I was telling you earlier off air, like I'm really trying to just check the bitch assness in me. Anything that I feel like, ugh, shouldn't have done that. Like I'm just checking. Like I don't, I don't I like, feel it. I don't like getting caught up in the mix. Like I, I have a, I'm trying to really set a certain standard about myself, 
and follow that standard. And whatever that code is, I feel is the code, then that's what it's gonna be. Hey, you been on some, uh, some really some self improvement, self. Have I? Man, 2020, <laughs> you been on like, man, I'm, I'm trying to become a brand new man type hype. Nigga, man, I don't know what it is, man. You see how my kids like asking like, have we ever got anything passed down to us? I'm like, Shh, y'all niggas, <laughs> y'all niggas, why y'all niggas see my legacy? I ain't been talking to you niggas about that. Like, where is this coming from? That's funny. It's all in my face, dog. Like, legacy is like really my big thing right now. It's mine too, bro. I told you ever since you took me to your dad's house, man. Like I even had that combo with uh, Nicole, man. Like it's going to take a couple more conversations for her to just jump on board with what I'm trying to do. But I even had to have that conversation with her. Like, look, we thinking about this and going about it the wrong way. Like it's not about healing. You know what I mean? Because – you know, one thing she was saying to me is like, man, if we sell the house, like the, the kid will get over it. I'm like, yeah, she'll get over it, but she'll never get that that house back. She'll never get that bread back. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the opportunity to leave something, mm-hmm. the opportunity to give your kid an option to say, yes, I do want to raise my family here or no, I don't like that's huge to me, bro. Uh, so you know what I mean or just the benefits she get from that like exactly like this started this from my father passing down this house that I that was paid off exactly bro <laughs> it's just a it's just a change a shift in mindset yeah. you know what I'm saying and it's also like just a recognition at 37 I don't need the fancy shit no more nigga like I used to uh, I used to like dream of the day like i'd be driving a big body benz and now i'm just like bro if i never go if i go the rest of my life and never get a benz cool with that i'm good cool man i realized that once i got nigga, my car my challenger i had only got like i had it since two i bought it brand new in 2014 and i got thirty-seven thousand miles on it i'm like i got a bike with two thousand miles on it you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, a brand new bike that I had since 2000. I bought it brand new in 2004. Here it is, 2019, and it got 4,000 miles on it. I realized that I'm buying stuff for no reason. Now, I also say, bro, like I'm also getting to that place where I I no longer need to buy those things. Like I realized that one of the reasons why I needed to buy those things is because I I needed to impress other people. No, nah, I bought it I, on mine. I actually said I feel like with with me working, being the sole provider, I feel like I need something to validate that. You know what I'm saying? That I'm yeah. working. It wasn't even a press. It was just like, I need to validate myself that I'm working towards something. So what I do, add another bill. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't as backwards. I don't know what is, dog. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, for me, it was like, I need to, I, I need niggas to know that I'm, or I need to to provide the perception that, like, I'm, I'm balling. It. Like, I'm getting it. You feel me? I need I need a, 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 a nice young 
Yada, I mean, to be like, oh, nigga, that's what you, you feel me? Yeah. That's how you, and now I'm just like, bro, like. I get two spits. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm really, I'm really, matter of fact, like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? With a woman nowadays, I'm like, bro, like, if I, if I pop up in a big body on you, your first question to me need to be like, nigga, you own your house? Or, you know what I mean? Like, questions that, like, lead to some type of substance beyond this materialistic shit. You okay. feel me? Because cause if you all about the material, bro, it's, it ain't even worth it. Hey, you know what's crazy, dog? I feel like I feel like I'm such a I don't want to say hippie, go that far, but I never really cared about the materialistic stuff. Like I just really wanted to have it for when I do need it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if that makes sense, like, I, I need a nice car for when I do go to a special event and be with my wife. That I, makes sense. I want to have something that look nice to get out in versus me stunting on somebody. Because I got that car and I still drive my 94 Integra. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you do. <laughs> or, or I'm in Tiff Prius nine times out of ten. It's just, I just wanted that just in case, like, we going somewhere, I really need a car to drive somewhere and have and be nice instead of pulling up in my Integra and her getting out in a nice, nice dress. Even though I could have rent a car now that I'm thinking about it because I, I paid a hell of, hell of a lot for a rental. So that never been, material stuff never really been my big forte, dog. Yeah, I'm not a material guy. I wish I could say the same, uh, but I also, I know part of it was just growing up. Like, I, I'm not gonna ever say we grew up poor because we always had the the necessities of we what we needed, but we did not grow up like my cousins. Mm -hmm. Like my cousins, they all definitely had way more cheese. That my family had so like those material things was important because I got to see them enjoy those things as kids but like I said like now I'm just like like I'm good you know it's crazy even though me like I don't know if it's what my parents put in me or if it's just me for example um growing up I didn't have the stuff that like my cousin G all right how I told you like we live yeah two opposite lives like you no know, like the same lives but for example when i go to his house yeah motorcycles go-karts oh he had a country club like you know what i'm saying like yeah but in all real start like he gave two spits about any of that stuff but when i go there i'm like nigga turn up let's have fun let's have let's do it big yeah and when he came to my house he like nigga this hella fun catching a bus <laughs> from from North Vallejo to South Vallejo <laughs> to <laughs> to walking around in the crest to my grandma's house to like going to to the to uh King's supermarket getting a homeboy sandwich like walking to the other house like that stuff was hella fun like both of our worlds like intertwined and we both enjoyed each other's worlds without I ain't like gonna lie the bus used to be hella fun nigga man Bus was dumb fun. Yeah, the bus used to be fun, bro. 
I remember the two and the number four. The number nigga. two, blood. Them the two that I used to take, man. Yeah, I think my kids would freak out catching a bus right now. Nine asked me every day to catch a ride, and literally he could ride a bike in five minutes to his school. I, <laughs> I, I, well, I give Amaya a ride. Uh, That's different, though. Like I that. give Bella a ride. Uh, but <laughs> if she had to catch the bus, bro, I think she'd cry. Yeah, that's crazy, blood. That's I think she'd call me crying, like dude, I, I'm lost. Dude, when I take my little walks, man, we gotta walk together. I seen you walking, man. I was like, okay, doc on this walk hike, man. Yeah, I like don't, that. Don't get used to it. <laughs> Cause I gotta call you, you gotta walk with me, dog. When I be walking, dude, it really appreciate like like number one, I don't like taking no phones, no nothing. On the walk. On the walk. Yeah. Like I don't want nothing to bother me. So I leave every electronical device in the house. But I just really walk around and man, I thank God on everything he blessed me with, dog. Like I walk around, I'll be like, yo, it's a park right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tennis court right there, nigga. Nigga, it it's is. a basketball court right there. It's yeah. a, like, nigga, I appreciate everything that's around me dog and i kind of be feeling like a weirdo but at the same time i'll be like i get two spits because i'm blessed yeah nah you're a weirdo but when i when i did my walk <laughs> trying to slide it in there. <laughs> <laughs> when i did my walk i uh i went over to the aquatic center uh-huh and just kinda, nigga, it's an aquatic center we can walk to bruh, two minutes from the house. I nigga. just kind of walked around like that whole little area. Yeah. And I was just like, bro, this shit hella dope. Like I was just like I was just sitting back really saying to myself, like, nigga, this a dope ass area we live in. Dog. I thank God every day, dog. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't take nothing that I got for granted. And I just be like. I know that I'm blessed. I know that. I'm, I told my boss, like, yo, I got favor. Bro, you got. I was like, I don't know what it is. Favor. I was like, but it's, it's, I'm rocking around with a, with a, uh, with a robe on, uh, yeah, nigga, yeah, that's bro. me, favor. You got. That's the kid. Serious favor, bro. And, and you know what's crazy, but I'm just now recognizing it. Like, I'm recognizing that I got it. Like at right. first, I used to be like, "Yo, nigga, just lucky." Like even if, when even when I listen back to the old podcast and right, me right. talking, it always been like, "Nigga, I just lucked up and just like you know what I'm saying." Like somebody told me this and I did that. Somebody told me this and then now now that I'm like getting in my word and just trying to like nah, you got correct favorite, myself bro. and just really pay attention and sit back and chill and and and. and and really, what I've been doing self-consciously is just trying to get rid of all the bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the TVs, the phone, blood. Like, even with social media. Like, nigga, I've been proud of myself for, like, the past, like, three, four weeks. I've only been an hour on IG. I put a time limit of only an hour. Like, just little little stuff like that. Like, I don't want nothing distracting right. me from whatever I'm getting called to. Like, I'm dumping all TVs, internet, phone. All that junk blood and just really don't want no outside influences but the people I put my people I put my time into. Like that I've been on that hype. And um and with, with me going through that hype, I'm just recognizing how blessed I am. 
yeah, to be bro. in the position that I am. We really is extremely blessed, man. I, I, I be thinking that all the time, like, nigga, I live a charmed, a charmed life. Like, charm, charm. And not only, not only do I say I lived a charmed life, but all the dumb shit I done done. Nigga. Like and a, still to be here? Right. Like a nigga <laughs> done done some dumb shit. Yo, nigga. You know still, I got stories, nigga. And still just managed to like. Still have my same integrity that bruh, I have. Right. Bruh. <laughs> hey, blood. That's why I be to this day, though. I be like, to be where I am right now and still like not have everybody in my business that think they in my business. To not know, nigga, I'm good, bro. It, it 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 blew my mind. But ever since he said it, it I've been thinking about it. But my pastor was like, he was like, man, some of y'all out here blame, blaming the devil for shit that y'all doing to yourselves. Yeah, and bro, I really took a step back and I looked. I'm like, nigga, I damn near want to say like seventy percent. Of the shit I find myself in is not the devil, nigga. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, that's why you know. That's why I said, man, I'm recognizing the bitch assness in me, dog. Because it ain't got nothing to do with nobody else. It's right. the, the stupid stuff that I say Bruh. and the stupid stuff that I'm like in the moment about. It's like, nigga, stop. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why I said I, I, that conversation that I had. I didn't need to go as deep as I did. I Bruh. didn't need to go off on that dude like I did. Like, I'm recognizing the bitch assness in me. And really correcting myself, bro. I feel like I feel like the devil be like, man, I got something to trip this nigga up. <laughs> but then he look at me, he be like, that nigga about to trip himself, nigga. Like, I don't even need to get that nigga. <laughs> right, like, nigga, hold on, let me kick back for a second. <laughs> I, yeah, nigga, yeah, I knew he was gonna do that, nigga. Let me move on to this next nigga. Right, nigga. I <laughs> he gonna be like... tied up for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like that's how the nigga be doing. Be like that nigga keep. He keep hanging himself. Like, thank you for doing my job for yeah, me. Yeah, nigga. you make it easy, nigga. Keep blaming the same problems, <laughs> right. nigga. Yeah, yeah, nigga. Yeah, blame it bruh, on that, nigga. Bro, I'm telling you, man. So now I'm just like, man, I ain't, I can't even make no excuse, like, nigga. Like, you feel me? You doing this to yourself? Uh, I w- I was thinking about um, I don't know. Uh, I was I was at I'm I'm in I'm in Stockton, right? At, I'm in the hood. And uh, somebody I'm I'm in somebody's house, blood kind of like a borderline might be a trap house, you know what I mean? Right. And she like, you in the position that you in? Talking about you know my title and everything. Mm-hmm. She was like, you don't even look like you got. She just said straight up, you don't even look like you got the balls to be in your position. You look soft. <laughs> And that's my pet peeve, dog. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right, like, don't that's, call me soft. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know what it is, dog. Like, I, I'm so anti don't want to be pretty boyish. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't put me in that box. Like, I'm not, I don't like what comes behind that. You know what I'm saying? Like, soft nigga always has something handed to him. Uh, Always get it his way or no way or he got an attitude type dude. Like, that's how I took it. And in that moment, I was finna just check her, like, or let her know, like, nigga, you don't know who you talking to, and like, give her some right. stats or something. And I was like, I was like, nah. That's when I had to check myself, like, that'd be some bitch ass stuff to do to just try to really prove your point. Just say, 
Okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got nothing to prove to you. It, it reminded me of what happened to me Tuesday, bro. What? Uh, Talk about it. So, um, like, over the last few years, we, we had this, this deal where after I got arrested mm-hmm. at Amaya School, I was like, all right, I'm taking my hands off. Like, until I learn how to be able to control myself, like, I get, I just get too, I don't know what the word is, but I, like, I just go overboard when it comes to her education, man. I think a lot of it got to do with me being, like, Dr. Anuju, you know what I'm saying, PhD, like, helping everybody out that I don't know how to just relax and be dad and, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Help her. You're always I'm, on 10. I'm, al- I'm always on 10. You treat kids like they your kids, so when they come your kid, like, I, like, go I gotta hard. go. <laughs> I go hard, hard, right? So I was like, I'm taking a step back. So I, I mainly. On I'm going on 1,000, nigga. Right? So I mainly let uh, let Cole handle that, bruh, yeah. right? You know, and I check in with Cole, like, is everything good? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, is there anything I need to know? Nah, yeah, everything's good, bro. So, uh, I'm talking to Maya on the phone, and Maya like, like, yeah, I gotta stay at the school because I gotta take this extra class. And I'm like, what you gotta take this extra class for? She was like, cause I didn't get a good enough grade in my history class, and I don't, I don't want to lose no credit, so I'm retaking the class. You know what I'm saying? Online after school. Mm. And I'm like, they got online in high school. Yeah, I'm like, so I'm like, you know, I asked her question, like, nigga, you didn't. She was like, I told you, he ain't never told me that. She's like, I did. I said, all right. I said, look, I meet you at home. Like, mm-hmm. boom, hung up the phone, boom. right? But I was cool though, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I've again, I've worked on this for the last couple of years, so I'm cool. I'm like, I'm gonna go home and tell her like my whole spiel to her was gonna be, I'm a teacher community worker your mother a banker like those are our jobs your job is student yeah go to school get good grades you know what i'm saying you get Show paid you, right? you get paid from your parents every two weeks you know what i'm saying based on you going to work every day so that was a speech i planned on having with her but she took me hanging up the phone as like oh i'm about to get a whooping mm. so she called her mother her mother called me i'm like I'm not mad. I'm like, I'm just going to go have a conversation with her about responsibility. And plus, I need to have a conversation with her about paying tithes. Like, I'm like, I'm giving you an allowance every month, but you spending it all. I need you to start, like, getting in the habit of even with your allowance. Like, pay your tithes. I'm giving you $150 a month. Take 15 give it to the church, right? Yeah. So when I get to the house, like I pulled up in the house, Nicole calls again. Have you talked to your daughter? She's still freaking out in the house. I'm like, okay, go in the house. Hey, come downstairs. I'm getting ready to talk to her. Then Nicole calls Amaya. And she tells Amaya, like, put me on speaker. And so she like, okay, y'all go ahead, have y'all conversation. I'm like, I'm like, what, I need a chaperone? Like, you gonna be on speaker? While I talked to her, she was like, yeah, I ain't getting off the phone. Like, you can say whatever you got to say to her. I ain't going to say nothing, but I'm going to be on the phone. I was like, man, fuck that shit. I told the kid, I said, I ain't got shit to say to you no more. Like, 
You feel me? Like y'all taking something small and blowing it out of proportion. So I was like, I'm good. So I'm going back and forth on the phone with Nicole, but Nicole said this, bro. I had to like back down when she said this. She said, you're taking a simple situation and you making it worse by not talking to her after you already like made it known that you're not happy about what happened. And then she was like, nigga, it's really just your ego. She was like, I wasn't going to say nothing on the phone. I just wanted to be on the phone because my daughter wanted me to be on the phone. But your ego wouldn't let you have a conversation with her, with me being there and listening to what you had to say. So instead of just fighting through your ego and having a father-daughter moment with your kid where you could teach her, you decided to send your kid back upstairs and not teach her because you didn't want me to hear and bro, like I really had to like <laughs> back down and bow away. Like, damn, like that was my ego. Like <laughs> that nigga flying high. <laughs> like, damn, the nigga shadowing the whole <laughs> nigga area. I was like, and it just made me realize, like, oh, you right. Like when my when I feel like somebody is challenging my ego or my authority. I opt out of shit. Like that's that's my move. Like, oh, you want to challenge my my ego? You ain't gonna let it just be my way. Oh, then I don't want to do it. I opt out, and I was like, bro, I gotta stop that. Like, that's that that's that self defeatist prophe- prophecy right there, nigga. Dude, I'm I'm the exact opposite. You challenge my ego, and I know you trying to challenge me. Oh, nigga, I'm gonna show you something that you weren't <laughs> ready for. Like, I'm the exact opposite, nigga. I go, I, I can go extreme. Like it's people as far as people can say I'm like sporadic. Oh, you want to see extreme, nigga? Right, right. <laughs> Let's go. But but I'm saying like if I know you doing it to get a, a reaction out of me, you never gonna get that. But if I feel like you like really trying to boss up on me and you about that action, like oh nigga, it's gonna be a problem. But I gotta know that you not trying to do it to get a reaction out of me. You know, what I mean? it's kind of weird. I can't even explain it. Nah, I feel it, bro. But that's the crazy thing about, like, what happened on Tuesday. It's just like, nigga, I wouldn't even, I was so consumed with me. Yeah. And that you didn't consider her. That I didn't consider anything else, bro. Like, I didn't consider my daughter's feelings. I didn't consider Nicole's feelings. I didn't consider the fact that, like, nothing would have changed me having that conversation with my kid and having Nicole on the phone other than the fact that because I did I didn't have any plans on saying anything inappropriate to my daughter so the only thing I would have gotten from her mother was a cosign but the yeah. fact that you want a cosign on I'm cool. right <laughs> I don't need your cosign <laughs> like I don't need your cosign look, like, look my credit is good enough I don't need you cosigning bruh. so if we can't have my credit then I'm good <laughs> and, I, and I even went as far as to be like, I'd be like, because uh, she was just like, you know, your ego. And so my immediate, instead of sitting back and thinking about it before I responded, my immediate response was, well, shit, that's why we getting a divorce. You ain't got to deal with my ego no more. My, me and my ego out this bitch. <laughs> 
Yeah, you, hey, you took it. Hey, that's the bitch assness in you that you right. You feel what I'm that go back to what I was saying earlier. Sometimes you don't gotta recognize what's already being said. You, once you recognize that you messing up, it's like you dig it deeper. Yes. And you bruh. don't have to go there. It's bruh. like just recognize it from the beginning, you wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's I'm trying all to, I had to do. I'm trying to check that in me, dog. I think that's real gangster of us, dog. That's what I bruh. that's what I think is gangster, blood. Like, I don't think, like, I think my definition of gangster versus what other people's definition of gangster is two separate things, dog. Yeah. I think we real gangsters, man. Because you can recognize the, what's wrong in you and correct it. Gangsters can't do that, man. Crazy niggas and gangsters get mixed up in the same category. Yeah, I, like I, just because you crazy don't mean that you gangster me. You right. I still gotta apologize to Nicole, but I did. Like I pulled my kid downstairs, and I and I apologized to her. We end up having a uh, we end up having a dope conversation afterwards. But like, we should have had that conversation from the gate, from the rip, from the from the rip, bruh. Like from the, from the, and and the the crazy shit is, bruh. Like. This whole this whole process, I ain't went bad like that. This whole process, mm. but the minute she gonna tell me like nigga your ego, I was like, you know what I'm saying like nigga I show you my <laughs> ego like <laughs> nigga that was a bird you gonna see ego nigga hold on <laughs> you gonna see Ball my ego, ego today, nigga. <laughs> Exactly, nigga. I, nigga, I do. I went. I went all the way there. And nigga. what's crazy is, whenever you check yourself and humble yourself, it's always a good outcome, blood. Yeah. No matter what, and you be like, I could have been done this. It's just really, really niggas, blood. Even like I said, even with that conversation I was telling y'all earlier about, I'm like, I really got to check myself and my ego, and really humble myself, even though I know I could punk somebody. Sometimes that ain't even the best outcome. Really just getting an understanding on stepping back and being like, yo, okay, I hear you. I will say though, man, like I, I'm I'm really like uh, like he was talking about, like I just be thanking God. But I really been very thankful with God about like he has put some dope ass people in my life the last few years that can hold me accountable in ways that nobody else can. Bruh, typically, bruh, it's only my mom that could be like, nigga, you wildin' right now. Yeah. Chill out, nigga. But, nigga, it's been a couple times you didn't, you didn't told me I'm wildin', nigga. It's been like, I'm starting to get people in my life like that that'd be like, bruh, you wildin', chill. And then I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> you, right. you know what you're right. <laughs> right. Maybe I, I am. I'd be like, okay, let me, let me, let me stop, stop hey, wilding. Hey, I was thinking about that today, man. I was like, man, I was like, what? Uh, you know, no TV. You got time to think. It's like, I was like, my, I feel like my group of the people that I surround myself with, blood, it's the eclectic type of group. Yeah. Like nobody is the same. It's so many different levels of finance personalities and just everybody's different and but what i recognize is everybody is themselves like and that's what's dope there's so many different personalities but at the end of the day everybody is a true authentic self 
And when you got people like that, it's easy to blend people in. That's their self and that uh, respect people for who they are. I feel like everybody in my circle respect. Um, even, you don't have to get along, but you respect that person for who they is. Yeah. And that's why I feel like anybody I bring around who I'm close with, I can bring around anybody. And we're going to click just like that, like the boat cruise. Like only common person that everybody had was me. But I know that anybody I kick it with, they going to click from the rip. Yeah, the boat cruise was cool, bro. Yeah, the boat cruise was uh, was nice. Yeah, it was good times. Nigga, I'm just saying, but everybody is their own person. It was good times, man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Now nah, it's crazy to think about the boat cruise, bro. Like we spent like man, maybe about thirty, forty percent of our time uh, with them chicks, and nigga don't know where they at in this world to this day, <laughs> like. <laughs> Nigga, that was like a moment in time, nigga. A moment in time, blood. Like, I think that's dope. Like, you can have a platonic, kick it, yeah. fun, and peace then, out. I don't need to know where you at. Like, just was in that moment. Yeah. That's what it's about, man. Like, I'm realizing that you can't have, I feel like you can't have platonic people in the moment and deuce out versus keeping in touch. Or it could go either way. But. That was just moment, people. Yeah, I feel like we got short do, season. We gotta we gotta set up a, a trip a trip for this year, man. Hey, Tiff and Kid trying to set up a Seattle joint. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, they trying to do the Seattle. They trying, they trying to do, to do the, the same squad. The couple up, up in Seattle. Yeah, they trying to do the couple Seattle trip. Yeah. Okay. That seemed pretty fly. You don't think so? I I say yeah, I'm I'm down. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what's up. I just ain't driving with no women. I'm flying. Yeah, I'm not I'm not driving with no women up there. I'm I'm straight up flying. Hey, what's 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 your definition of gangster, man? Uh man, I don't know. I don't think I have a definition of gangster off top. What's of your head. definition of an idea, man? Of an what, ideal man, yeah. That you, what, who, what, what do you try to role model yourself for? When I say gangster, that's what I mean. Like, gangster mean like the most. I could be using a, a gentleman. A gentleman is a gangster to me. What's man, your idea of a gentleman? So and, and who was I? Who I'm trying to think of who I was saying this to. Um. The, I, I was saying this to somebody the other day, man. But I, I I look at the so I feel like there's four boxes you got to check if you want to get a woman, um, and those are the same boxes that relates to the ideal man, right? So I said the first one is um, humor. I feel like a man who can make a woman laugh, like. That's like step one. Like you can get her to laugh, nigga. Like you, you can get her attention. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, in terms of an ideal man, is ideal man don't take life too seriously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they can, they can goof around, have fun, like joking shit, but also like know when to like be serious and when to take things like, you feel me? With with all, 
But you gotta have that flex. You can't be like just a dull ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be able to walk in the room, I feel like, as an ideal man and charm people. Mm-hmm. I feel like a woman, uh, and a, not just a woman, but a family. I feel like your children look at you different when they can see you walk in the space and, and command that space. And everybody, everybody be laughing at my daddy and everybody flock around my daddy. You know what I mean? Like shit like that. The second thing is, uh, I feel like you gotta be a provider. Like they gotta know that they can depend on you, that you gonna get up, go to work every day. You know what I'm saying? Handle the shit that you need to handle, whatever that looks like. Uh, number three, you gotta show up in crisis. Like the ideal man shows up in crisis. Whatever that crisis is, like, you got to be the rock. If you can't be the rock in crisis, then, like, that right there, you could be a provider. You could be charismatic. If you're not a rock in crisis, you'll lose your woman. Mm. Vice versa, I feel like you cannot be a provider. But you, for whatever reason, in crisis, you show up, nigga, she going to give you chance after chance after chance. Cause she's gonna remember when I was in crisis, that nigga was there. Yeah. And then the last thing, bro, I feel like you gotta have a relationship with God, independent of your woman, independent of your family. Mm. I I think you know what I mean, like, and maybe it's just because I was I was raised in the church, but I I feel like far too often it is the woman, it is the mother who is. Um, guiding her children in their relationship with God, and I feel like it should be the father. I feel like an ideal man, like knows how to to pray and provide a covering of protection over his family, without his wife having to drag him to church, or you know what I mean. His wife initiating that. So, and not to it's not to diminish anything from you know, the powerful women of God and and all that they do. But I feel like an ideal man is somebody who's like, if you don't love God or have a relationship with God, like my relationship with him is strong enough to carry the both of us. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to carry that burden because I want to be the protector of my household. So that, that would be my definition of an ideal man. Damn nigga. You would have said everything I said plus time 10. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even want to say my nigga <laughs> yeah, I would have said everything you said But you just defined it better nigga right. I gotta agree with everything you said dog. It you is, said, I couldn't have said it no better I mean it's, it's, it's real talk bro Like And you know what a, a lot of them overlap with one another Yeah So like you know what I'm saying I talk about humor and charisma and things like that but but those things are protector things as well. You know what I'm saying? When you when you are in a new space with your woman or with your family, your ability to be charismatic, your ability to be humorous, your ability to be flexible in that space takes pressure off of them because they now know that they rolling with somebody who got them. But if you a if you a simp ass nigga, you know what I mean. Like you cur up when you in public like that. 
they going they're going to feel less safe with you because they like look at him like he get around people and he shrivel up like you know what i mean like he don't know how to handle himself around people so i i, I really do feel like a lot of those things overlap and it's extremely important so you saying if you see a nigga in a function and he kicked back chilling and not getting involved and this girl got to feel like like are publicly announced like yo why you ain't like come on man are publicly announced that he don't really like this type of scene he a simp ass nigga yeah but you know what i mean like i feel like when it was repeated back to me i want to clarify some things i just feel like <laughs> I just feel like you lose a certain bit of cachet when you that dude. If you don't know how to handle yourself in public. Yeah, man. I, it's not to say that your woman still ain't going to love you and, and cherish you and all that stuff. But I'm saying, like, nigga, when you, when you at somebody's function. It, you take a stripe off you. Yeah. Okay. She look at you like, uh. so I got to carry us when we in these situations. Like, like, nah, like, nigga, you supposed to be, even if you got a woman who is a very social butterfly, charismatic. So do you feel like the man should be always more charismatic or social or, or equal to the woman's vibe in a social environment? I don't think you got to be equal because some women are like, they just have magnetic personalities where like they walk into a space and they own it. But you got to be able to hold your own. Yeah. Okay. Like you don't got to be asked. You don't got to be on 10, but you at least need to be on the six. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like your woman need to be able to look over at you. And know that she ain't got to worry about keeping you company. Right. Because you, cause you doing your thing. You got people engaged. She look at you, nigga. You sitting in the corner of the couch, nigga, with a drink in your hand. You just fucked up her night. Yeah. Cause now she like, okay, I gotta be with this old gay ass nigga all night. Now I gotta worry about his attitude. You know what I mean? He looking at me while he was with them niggas, while he was like, bro, hold your own, like do your thing. Because that's only when you do that, I feel like that only makes your girl look that much better. Like in my simple caveman brain i feel like women notice other women's men and 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 they'll be like hey girl i see your nigga he like he moving he interact like i feel like they say something like that and you want your girl to blush like that's what i be feeling like like i want my girl to blush like when somebody compliment me to her because they observing me and how i move in the space I want her to blush and be like, yeah, that's my nigga. But are you moving based on how you think she should feel or are you being yourself and that's just how you groove? I'm being myself. That's just how I groove. But I'm also like cognizant of like who I am in that space to her. So even if you force in a space that you don't want to be in, if you accept that you're going to go, you're going to groove right and not know that you don't want to be there. Exactly. I can dig that. Exactly, because, so like, you know, like Sandia, a.k.a., but I really don't like AKs. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't like the whole sorority thing in general, but 
you know what I'm saying? I, I tell her all the time, she was a Delta. I'd be, I'd be more into her being a Delta than the AKs. I just, I just don't have an affinity for AKs. But if she took me to an AK, can you say that? Huh? Can you say that? Why couldn't I? I guess that's a real nigga say. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> I apologize for even pointing that out. But if she took me to an AK event, like if you decide to go, you gotta show up. You gotta show up, bro. You gotta oh show God. up. So a bitch ass nigga would just show that he don't want to be there, but I'm there for you. But I got an attitude. And when you, and when you do that, you you stopped in that moment. You stopped protecting your woman. Cause now she gotta answer questions that she shouldn't have to answer based on you. Oof, nigga dropping jewels. <laughs> All you bitch ass niggas, step your game up, man. We dropping jewels, man. We going in details. How to how to kick the bitch assness out of you, bruh? But like, I mean, it's, you gotta recognize it though. But that's just admitting to yourself that like, yeah, that was some bitch ass stuff to have my my female in the situation answering why I'm looking like an ass on the sideline. Right, bruh. Because you sometimes we forget like you not ain't about you. It ain't about you. You ain't representing you right now. Mm. You representing somebody else. Yeah. Even even when we be out in public, you know what I'm saying? Even if they not with us, sometimes we gotta remind ourselves of that. Like nigga, I'm not Ijoma right now. I'm I'm Amaya's daddy. So this decision that I'm getting ready to make, am I am I am I gonna embarrass my child? Am I gonna bring shame to my child? Because if so, and my job is to protect her, I can't do it. So now I'm bringing more harm and what she got to deal with when I'm not here. Man, like she already got to deal with this crazy ass world. I'm not trying to have her have to answer questions about me. About me. That just amplify what she already going through. Right. So and I and I get it, bro. Like it, it be hard, man. Like I, I, I got somebody in mind right now that I feel like, bro, is not a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. I didn't seen him enough time to know that he ain't a social butterfly, but I also feel like I've seen him enough time to know that his woman then has been asked questions about him multiple times, mm-hmm. and I'm like, bro, you gotta like, like help her out. Help her have to not a- answer that question no more. Damn. Like, step your step your game up. Even if you can't go to a 10, go to a 5 because you had a 2 right now. <laughs> try. <laughs> try. Go, like, out, go out the box. Yeah, yeah like, try. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let niggas be like that nigga Be trying. awkward. Ain't nothing wrong with being awkward. Ain't nothing wrong with being awkward, bro. <laughs> Ain't nothing. You might have fun. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with it, bro. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Hey, you know what though? That's why um I might be going left, but that's why I force my kids in situations that they uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't want them to I want them to get used to facing situations that they uncomfortable with. Mm-hmm. So whenever I know that they're uncomfortable with a situation, I put them in that situation and make them deal with it in a way that let them. And, and when I make them deal with it, I don't just kick them off the cliff, but I I let them know, look, I'm I'm right here, handle that. And then when they ask me for help, no, I'm here. But if you want it, I'm right here, go handle that. Right, right. And I'm watching you do it, and then I keep putting them in that situation where they get comfortable. 
to let them know it's not a big deal. Face it. Go. And I got you. I mean, there, there's there's actually some sound thinking behind that. Like, you're, most people fail in life not because of their inability to complete the task, but because of their inability to be flexible with change. Mm-hmm. Like, most people freak out when things change. Yeah. And so, you know what I'm saying, to put somebody in an uncomfortable situation as a way of trying to build up their ability to be flexible with change, like, I feel like that's that's brilliant, actually. Thank you. Yeah, I take your compliments. It's a, it's a lot. It made me feel good about myself. I'm going in the right direction. I need to stop complimenting you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop complimenting this nigga. This nigga is... It's and that's when I let crazy. you know you wrong I'll be like nigga you are wrong nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I take pride Hey that nigga do that nigga I'll <laughs> hold it over my head like Doc was wrong Like nigga you ain't gotta advertise that shit <laughs> Nigga telling the whole world Nigga you are wrong And I was right nigga <laughs> uh, But man that's real Nah but I like how you summarize that gentleman, man, because everything that you said is what I try to hold myself up to. And that's dope that we got the same perspective of the ideal gentleman. Like anything else out of those categories that you said, we'd be breaking down one of the right, categories that right. you ain't needed. But I try to uphold myself to that, man. And the older I get, I feel like the more... I try to stay on. I try to stay firm to what I believe it, who I should be. Right, right. And I, and at the same time, not not try to sway. Like try to be the most authentic me that I can be to yeah. people, and take away all the BS around it. The way that way I ain't influenced by nothing else. Like I'm really trying to shake the influencers that self consciously be in my head that I don't even know that I'm getting influenced yeah. by. For example, like my son, when he's like, dad, I'm listening to music. I'm like, hold on, nigga, like who, who music you listening to? He's like, nah, I don't listen to music, I listen to beats. I'm like, all right, cool. Cause I don't want his unconscious just being like, talked to without him not even knowing, like just sleeping and I don't yeah. know what, what he could be playing in the middle of the night. Like, That's true. And I don't want him yeah. just soaking in a whole 10 hours of some, some edited like you know what i'm saying even though it could be edited it could still be on some youtube nigga when the bitch come through like nigga i know nigga oh you looking at instrumentals okay cool nigga i'm cool with that otherwise nigga we got some talking it's not going right. down so i said man to sum it all up i agree with what you said i'm trying to hold myself to every standard that you just said and be a real Gangster. Yeah, man. I I like that definition though. Why? The gangster definition. It's what you said, nigga. Yeah. That's I, that's I like a real it. real gangster and a gentleman at the same time. It's the same. It's the same dude, but just don't don't do too much because you might see another side that you really weren't expecting because he's such a gentleman that you didn't even know that he had in him. Yeah. And that's where the gangster come in. Because, like I said, to me, gangster ain't about proving that you can do some crazy stuff. It's to the point where everybody understand, like, you got pushed to the limit to where you just had to slap somebody. Right. 
And it's like, I understand why he's slapped. It's justified. Until then, I'm going to just walk away because, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have to slap you. If that makes sense. It made perfect sense. Gangsta the gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of Hey, this wine blood is kind of cool, man. We didn't kill off this bottle of uh, Earl Stevenson's, man. Shout out to my cousin, Steve. He came over to the Christmas party and handled me this Earl Stevenson and said, hey, put that up, man. No, this ain't for the party. It's for you. So uh, I remember when he said that, too. <laughs> he just came through in his cool little suit. Said, hey, this ain't for the party. It's for you. Put that away right now. And then have some other drink. I said, my nigga. Love that nigga, man. Handle business, have fun. They doing their thing, man. They starting AAUs all around the world, dog. Well, tell us, uh, since it's two dudes, no chick, man. Tell us where Tiff at. What's she up to? Oh, man. I forgot all. Dude, I didn't got caught, so caught up in talking to you, nigga. I know. <laughs> I didn't even notice Tiff wasn't even here, dog. Nigga, she is not <laughs> in the room, nigga. Anti-Tiff. Oh, man. My daughter booked uh two <sighs> gigs, man. Out of nowhere, Tiff called the agency like, yo, what the hell is going on? Like, she basically nigga, let her nuts hang on the agency and like, yo, y'all tripping. And then they got to, they got to work, man. Got her a go-see, her first go-see of the year, this year. She landed it. And then um, she had a Walmart, her, over hundreds of other kids. My daughter got the Walmart ad. And so she two for two this year. And um, Tiff up in Frisco, she um decided to stay out there because she didn't want to. She, she the, coincidentally the two bookings that she had were on uh, Thursday and Friday. So Thursday she had to go to Walmart and get a fitted, and then they fitted her, got her some tailor made clothes to wow. fit her body. Nigga Tiff was like, "This is the real deal." <laughs> and then uh. They put her in like she got the cover shot. She got like probably like um, seven different outfits they put on her. She said something like that. And then the same day she booked another joint at some. I forgot the name of it. I couldn't even. I'll be lying if I try to guess it. She had a photo shoot there. And then Friday they got to go back from the Walmart and get the clothes that she had and do the final photo shoot. So today is a fitting for Walmart photo shoot for another thing she booked. And tomorrow. She got the actual photo shoot for Walmart. Dot bringing in that bread, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's where Tiff at handling that. I tried to get on the phone, but she said, oh, after all that running around. Oh, she, I already knew that. She's like, I had to drive from Frisco to Oak to San Jose to Dublin. I'm tired. You know, Tiff. Yeah, what she had to do all that for? Because of the, t- for, the double gear? She had to drive to Frisco <laughs> for the fitting for Walmart. And then dry to San Jose for the actual photo shoot for the other one she booked. Gotcha. And then dry to Dublin because she didn't want to come back out this way. Gotcha. So tomorrow they got to wake up and go back to uh, Frisco. Makes sense. Yeah. So I said my boo-boo man booking, man. Well, good luck, Tiff and, and young Bella. Yeah. How long we been on? Uh, a little over an hour. That's it? Mm-hmm. Damn man, we were dropping jewels, man. What's going on in the world, dog? Like I, you know, I don't know what's going on in the world. Anything, anything popping mm-hmm. out there? You know, I'm anti. It's like Tiff's domain. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. 
Like I really don't know what's popping in the world. I can't tell you, brother. Yeah, I think my little scooter had a lack of juice on it. And you know, you know what I did see though. Um, Aaron Hernandez, dog. His story on YouTube. I mean Netflix. You ain't seen that joint, Mm-mm. nigga. The Aaron Hernandez story is kind of. It's like. Whew. They talk about him, um, you know, getting what's that called? That C C C T. Is that when they get that from football playing football? That head injury to the brain. Huh? That's that brain injury, right? That brain stuff. Right. You gotta say that again, nigga. I think I just nodded on you. Hey man. Hey, thank y'all for listening to two dudes <laughs> and the <a> chick. <laughs> hey, two dudes, no chick. And we gonna uh, keep it rocking because I thought I seen you nod off, nigga. That wine got to you, nigga. Hey, did nigga. And I was like, does this nigga, is this nigga zoning out? You know, you know, we got it in here. We got the romantic vibe going on. Hey, Not even no no romantic, this but this nigga we got just, all the lights off, nigga. Hey, we just chilling, man. I got on my beanie and jacket, nigga. Yeah. I literally just nodded, hey, nigga. Hey, I was like, this nigga, nah, that's a, that's a rap. This nigga actually, uh, I was like, nigga, what? All right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening, man. I hope I hope we didn't put y'all to sleep like we put this nigga to sleep. Um, two dudes, no chick. Hey, and we out. Off. Peace. Peace.